This is a podcast from the Nuffield Department of Medicine. Professor Dominic Kaikowski talks about his work on global health, how genomics can help us fight infections such as malaria. Hello Dominic. Hi. How can genomics help us fight infections? Well, most infectious diseases are a sort of evolutionary arms race between the microbe, the pathogen, and the human. And microbes are continually evolving to try to beat the human immune system and try to beat the drugs that uh, humans use to, to treat the infection. And equally, humans are trying to adapt to defend themselves against the microbe. And all of that is Darwinian evolution in action. Bugs are constantly evolving. And actually, our genomes have evolved over the years. And understanding those evolutionary processes can be a huge help in trying to understand where we go next in terms of fighting infections. Why do you mainly focus on malaria? Well, I'm a paediatrician, and I, I went to uh, work in the Gambia in West Africa in, in the mid-'80s. And as a paediatrician working there, you could see that, um, that the major reason why children came into hospital uh, and, and the main cause of death was malaria. It, it just is a very, very common disease, and it, it afflicts huge um, mortality and morbidity on the population, so it's just a really important disease. It's also a really interesting disease, and a disease where I think we could make a big difference if we can get the right technologies in place. And is your research truly global? Well, malaria, uh, actually, a hundred years ago, was all in almost every country in the world, apart from the very, very far north and the very deep south. It was certainly, for example, in many parts of Europe and, and, and North America, where we don't see it anymore. Uh, it's still in about a hundred countries around the world. We don't work in a hundred countries, but we do work with partners in 30 countries around the world to try to tackle the problem. What do you consider to be the most important research opportunities at present? Well, there's lots of them, uh, and in the short term, the real struggle we're having is to make sure that the existing drugs that are being used to treat malaria uh, and that the, um, the insecticides that are being used to treat the mosquitoes that transmit malaria, that they remain effective. Because what, we, what happened in the past, as global health campaigns have been mounted and more of the antimalarial drugs are used, the parasites have become resistant to the drugs. And actually, now we have new drugs but there's evidence the parasites are starting to become resistant. And in just the same way, we have now effective ways of tackling the mosquitoes that transmit malaria using, for example, bed nets treated with insecticides. But again, there's evidence the mosquitoes are becoming resistant. So really, I think it's very important to you know, bring out all the tools we can to work out what's going on, how the parasite and mosquito populations are changing, and to provide uh, new tools to track the spread of drug resistance and to stop it. Uh, and I think actually we're starting to see ways we can do that, bringing together some of the new technologies. And at the same time, looking forward, we know that if we could develop uh, a cheap, safe, effective malaria vaccine, that would be the, that would be the most marvelous thing. It's very difficult to develop a malaria vaccine because the bug is so clever at fighting the immune system and for multiple other reasons. Uh, and, and here, genomics both of the, of the parasite and of the human immune system, understanding those things, may help a lot in developing an effective vaccine. So that's more blue skies research. Both of those are very exciting opportunities, one very practical and near term, the other being longer term. And how does your research fit into translational medicine within the department? Well, let me give you a very specific example. We are working with partners in now 20 countries to sequence the genome of malaria parasites. This is just one of the projects we're doing. We're also working on humans and mosquitoes. But in that project, what we're doing is bringing together parasite sequencing data from 
um, thousands of samples around the world. We have already sequenced over a thousand samples, which is a lot, but we're scaling up to try to do at least 10,000 over the next few years. And what we're starting to see is, using that sequencing data, we can start to see how the parasite population is changing, has changed over the last few years. And with that, we can start to pick out the regions of the genome that may be responsible for drug resistance. And we can certainly provide information how any particular intervention strategy may be changing the parasite population. And actually, just very recently, hot off, hot off the press and unpublished, we're seeing some extremely strange things going on in the parasite population in Cambodia. Cambodia is a place where, um, where drug resistance has often originated. We, didn't, we never know why. And we actually think we might have part of the explanation for that. Now, all of that information, although it will go into scientific journals, we're trying to push more and more of that, firstly out onto the web, open access so anyone can use it, but more importantly, trying to push it in the direction of policymakers, trying to form the information in such a way that it's not just interest, just of interest to sort of expert scientists, but trying to put it together in a way that it could actually help to inform policy. And actually, a remarkable thing that's happening right now is as we do more genome sequencing data, in some ways the results get simpler because there's more headline results that would affect simple things like where should you be deploying drugs, what drugs should you be deploying, what should you be thinking about doing next year. So it very much is a translational agenda and, and our mission over the next five years is, is to change the profile of our work from being just scientists to being much more involved to do with delivery and public health. Thank you Dominic. Thanks.